What's up? This is Eva from Eva Under Fire, and you're listening to The Itch. You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. And this week, we are scratching the itch for nothing more than a good show. Oh. oh. Told you. You're correct. So there's going to be lots of puns, I have a feeling, on this episode. A lot of dad jokes, maybe. We'll see. I just We'll start with the one. I'll see how I feel. Just wading into the waters a little bit here. I have one <laughs> planned for the end of the show, but that's fine. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we can bookend this thing with some with some That's good right. dad jokes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so I, I I don't know if you can tell, but I'm pretty hoarse today. Uh, and the reason being is because, well, we got to see nothing more last night. And boy, did I scream my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fucking great concert. And while we were definitely sad not to see Asking Alexandria, the three bands put on a fucking hell of a show. That they did. It was a fantastic uh, night of rock and very sad that Aaron wasn't able to join us. Yes, you you missed out. Yeah, we had this one on the agenda for a long time. Uh, Nothing more asking Alexandria, Atreyu, Eva under fire at the pageant. I was originally planning to be there for it, or at least I thought I was. Somehow my wires got crossed and I was wrong about that. And then... I think it was because we thought Father's Day was supposed to be this weekend because I thought it was always typically the second Sunday of June, but it, it, it's not. And so yeah, you thought you were going to be in town because of Father's Day. And I think that's what happened is we got our weekends wrong on which weekend was Father's Day. I think it was something might have been something like that. Yeah. So I didn't get to see the show and asking Alexandria didn't get to participate in the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. You guys still seem to have had a great time with the three bands that were there, and it seems to have definitely lived up to the hype that we've been internally giving it for the past couple months. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. It's true. Oh, yeah. It definitely, definitely lived up to that. Yeah. I mean, I I knew that when I got the alert that the four bands, we bought the tickets even before we probably like could have gotten them for free, maybe if we wanted to, but we didn't. I, I didn't <laughs> care. Like I was, I was wanting to go to that concert one way or another. And so I, as soon as like they went on sale, I got his tickets. In our second interview that we did with Eva, she alluded to the fact that they had some big tours uh, that were being thrown their way. And I would say that this was a rather big tour. <laughs> yeah. And kudos because, I mean, they killed it. She she went out there and kicked the shit out of the air. I just have to say that. Like she did. She <laughs> Like literally kick. Yes. Like literally <laughs> she's up there like kicking as like way over her head. Like it was crazy. <laughs> she had kicks for days, man. She, yeah. She had tons of energy. She sounded great. The band sounded great. Chris was rocking the onesie as usual. So yes. they had it going on. Uh, you know, Rob is, you know, looking Mr. Lumberjack as always. Uh, and I don't know if that's his shtick, but it, it definitely is. It seems like it. Like, cause he's just, fucking tall for one and he always wears flannel we're gonna you can look this up but you can definitely look it up on our social media channels casey has posted some he's got he's got you know footage of this show that can can show off these attires that onesie kills me every time we i see (laughs) every time i see clips from their performance i'm like this guy is he's doing too much right now (laughs) so funny so this is the second time we've seen them live and like you know like i said 
Rob always has like this lumberjack look for going on. He, he looks like Paul Bunyan on stage because, like I said, for one, he's <laughs> fucking tall. Uh, I think that he should really lean into it and get like an actual axe guitar. Yeah, I, I just think that that would be the fucking coolest thing ever. And the like, guitars are totally. Yeah. Yeah, Axe is like already slang for a guitar. Like, right, yeah, exactly. Right. Just, just exactly. go literal with totally it. Totally be Paul Bunyan up on stage and <laughs> yeah. be fucking great. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Rock Band had a somebody with a, a guitar that was yeah, an they axe. did like a yeah. battle axe, a battle axe. Yeah, we could do like a lumberjack axe though. It would be fine. Yeah, it'll work. Awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling this. you, if they make it, that should be one of his first purchases. Yeah. And so one thing that <laughs> happened while we were waiting in line to get into the venue is earlier in the day I, I sent Eva a message and uh, she responded while we were waiting to get in and she, she wrote in a long, drawn-out, almost ready. <laughs> you know, and we had, a, we had a great time at the show. We're standing, right at that time, we're standing in line. This random dude just walks up and he's like, hey, it's me. We're like, hey, we don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what like, happened there. Around and booked it. He just ran away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. The, we're standing in line. Yes! We're, sta- we're standing like- in line chatting with the the people in front of us and the people behind us, and all of a sudden, this dude walks up and goes, "Hey!" And then, like, I guess didn't realize that we didn't know who he was or something. I don't. Or, I don't have I any idea. He thought the people next to us were somebody he knew. Right. And so, like, he ran up and then realized it wasn't. And then, like, we were already fucking with them. And he just turned around and ran, like, basically. Yeah. And so, uh, every time we saw him throughout the show, the rest of the night, it was like, yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> every fucking time. We saw him like five times. Did he do it back or did no. he just, like, no. ignore you? <laughs> he ignored the he shit out shit. of us. He ignored the shit out of us. <laughs> just like we had kind of ignored him at the initial meeting, he ignored us the rest of the way. Yes. I'm going to subtitle this episode The Itch Almost Makes a Friend. <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling but you. But not really, though. <laughs> yeah, that, that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I felt kind of bad, but at the same time, like, it was just funny. Like, I couldn't help myself. I don't know if we should get into the weird parts of the show first, or if we should just, like... <laughs> Let's do it. Fucking dive in. What are you, what are you talking about weird? Well, like, what was okay, weird about so it? <laughs> we see Eva under fire perform. They're done with their set. And then, so, where we were standing, we were kind of to the left of the sound area. A sound booth. And we were standing in front of a, a little tabletop with uh, the handrail to, to go up and down. So I, I kind of leaned up against that. So that was kind of good because there was no seats in the venue unless you like specifically asked for one for like medical reasons or something. <laughs> so we, we kept our spot. We didn't want to lose it. So after Eva was done, I left first to go to try to meet up with them at, at the merch area. And as I get there, there's a long ass line and I'm like, okay, this is weird. And then all of a sudden they're the guy that was helping them run the booth is like, are you guys here to see Eva? Or are you waiting for a Treyu? And all of them were like, we're waiting for a Treyu. Now bear in mind, a Treyu hasn't even taken the fucking stage yet. Right. <laughs> 
So they're waiting in line. The room is full. The room is full. They're missing the show to wait in line to potentially meet Atreyu, which in by my knowledge didn't even fucking happen. Oh, no. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is all you had to do to meet Atreyu was just be in the fucking crowd. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, this sounds like something we're going to get to later. Yes. All right. Pretty so anyway, very soon, probably. <laughs> yeah. So, so I chatted with Eva for, for a minute. And as, as I'm waiting in line, there's a couple people in front of me and she's shaking hands and saying, Hey, nice to meet you. Hey, nice to meet you. And then as I got up there, I, I didn't reach out my hand to shake it. I just opened up for a hug and said, we don't need to shake hands. Oh boy. <laughs> and then she got all excited. It's like, Hey, it's the, it's the first podcast I ever did. Where are we really? Like, I, that's what she I said. She I don't didn't tell know. us that then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm guessing maybe she did an interview, like a video interview, but it wasn't a podcast per se. I, I'm not sure. Huh. No I'll idea. take it. We're gonna yeah. call it that. <laughs> we'll have to ask her the next time we chat with her, but that's what she now, said. <laughs> now were either of you repping the itch shirts? We, we both were. Both, both, both of you. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. We yeah. make now, it a I policy will... to, to for somebody to rep. When we do yeah, shows or interviews, our largest <laughs> billboard, Casey. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> our billboard. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, but but you know, yeah. I will say, Eva Under Fire was definitely great. The the one thing I will say, just and I don't know if it was a matter of stage space because I I think both Atreyu and Nothing More had a bunch of shit up on stage that yeah like, really that didn't was... allow Eva to move much. But they yeah. Like I expected Chris and, and Rob to move a lot more. They kind of were, everybody was very stationed. Rob was all the way in BFE yes, he <laughs> to, the, to the far left of the stage and he didn't move for shit. <laughs> yeah. That's a bummer being the opening act. I mean, you, you see that a lot. That's usually how it is. As the acts go on, the equipment clears off and then, yeah. you know, yeah. your, your headliner has all that space. Because Atreyu had like these big lights that, that looked like amps basically set up on stage and then like nothing more. Their whole fucking setup was the entire stage. Yeah. Their setup was amazing. But uh, yeah, we'll get to that later. But yeah. So that was my only critique with Eva Under Fire is just that. And I, don't, I think it was because of stage space that they just couldn't move. And, you know, you don't also want to get in the way of Eva because, like I said, she was kicking the shit yeah, out of the air. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to get kicked. Get in kicked. The face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Or in Rob's case, get kicked in the chest, but you know. Yeah, that's, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that's funny. But yeah, no, they were great. Again, with the stage presence, she was hyping up the crowd. Chris was too. Chris actually rapped at one point. Oh yeah, that was that was, which was... impressive. Very impressive. <laughs> so I I want to ask, um, you know, while we're still on the topic of Eva, since you you guys did see them. Uh, not that long ago. I don't remember exactly when it was, but you've seen it's him a, before. Yeah, and, we saw him in October, October of, last, okay. of last year. Yeah, October, and and unfortunately, the album still hasn't come out yet. I know that's not in their control, but we're going to note that it would be great if it came out soon. Yeah. I got a I, chance to talk to her about that. Ooh, hold that thought. I want to ask this question, <laughs> and then I want to hear what you, what you guys learned about that. Yes. Was the set list more or less the same maybe maybe plus their uh separate ways cover or they finished with there was that. two or three additional songs 
that's one reason why I talked to her about it actually, okay. because their set list had a lot of new songs. Like it was pretty much all of the songs off their album, except maybe heroin and one other that they the strong. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I talked to her, you know, I just, I said, you know, did you guys make this set list before you knew the album was going to be delayed? And they both kind of like looked out and like, didn't really want to answer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of. And I was like, yeah, I, I kind of figured that. Cause was, <laughs> there was at least three songs that have not been even released to, right. re- you know, YouTube yet. Right. Yeah. You know, I just, I kind of asked her about it. I, you know, I said, so is, is it September for sure? And she's like, well, we're hoping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, again. again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was really, like, really sitting on this album. And, uh, and I don't, I don't want to get her in trouble or anything. Yeah. But apparently she did say that there is some turnover at Better Noise that she thinks that they definitely obviously have the best in, in mind for him. But she did say that, like, at this point, like, they wouldn't be upset if the album leaked. I told her, I said, you could just let us leak it. I got it. I have no shame with that. I fucking don't care. Like, the itch will leak your album. Don't yeah, worry we'll about totally it. Yeah, we'll totally leak it. I have no shame. I don't fucking care. Let's get that music out there. I was just going to petition, you know. And that's the unfortunate thing is it's it's not about, you know, they just want their music out there. They want to people to be able to hear it. They want to get that out there so that, you know, if you want to buy it, you can. But it's just so that people can listen to it. You can, you know, at that point, you can listen to it on YouTube. You can stream it on, on Spotify. But as of right now, you can't until the album's released. Which is one reason why I think they're touring so much, because they just yes. want to get out there and be well, known for other reasons. Yeah, because what else are you going to do right now? You can't you right. know, you can't promote the album if it's not you don't know when it's coming out but i yeah. i have to also assume it would be safe to say that the new tracks that you guys heard were good stuff oh, <laughs> they're fucking great it was all okay. great i'm okay. really excited like there was some really catchy like good hooks yeah it was, right. it was great well, at least we can get more hyped about it as we kind of um begrudge the record label for for not just getting these guys music out to the world yeah for doing a three song ep or whatever yeah well, yeah. I mean, we've always had better noise. You know, we've always praised them. But, you know, this is this is one thing that we all collectively agreed that they're kind of seemingly dropping the ball as of right now. Yeah. Don't waste what right. you got here. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yep. I, mean, I don't know if you did know, but today they did release a version of Blow that does not feature anybody. It's just Eva Under Fire. And then they also released an acoustic version of the song today, too. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So they're getting songs. Shout out, out to our new rock roundup playlist, which includes that version of Blow. <laughs> I just added that uh, as of this, you know, a couple hours before this recording. So you can check that out at itchrocks.com or uh, bit.ly slash slash itch new music. But right. anyway, She's- back to regular scheduled programming. She's fucking awesome. I love the whole band. She's amazing. She's such a down to earth person. Um, she was I, I asked her to get the whole band to sign the shirt and it was just her and Chris at the booth. And like I didn't I don't I was kind of I was, I was kind of a jerk. I'm not gonna lie. Like I was telling her I was like I'm again sorry. I don't want to miss nothing more. <laughs> I was like, she's she's like, Well, the other guys are back in the truck. She's like, if you want, I can hold on to the shirt and have them sign it for you. I was like, if you would do that, that'd be amazing. And she's like, yeah, we'll be here. <laughs> yeah. She's like, just come back. I'll be here after the show. And I was like, okay. I was like, because I, I was telling her, I was like, nothing more is like one of my favorite bands. Like, I don't want to miss this band. Uh, we've got great seats. That's why we're right. not. That's why we're coming in waves. Like when she, yeah, she, right. when she saw me, she's like, hey, it's the other itch guy. The other <laughs> itch guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. So 
so that sounds like that part was a good experience. Yes. It's yeah. exciting. And so I got my fourth shirt here now. Ha ha ha. Right here. Eva <laughs> under fire. And I now have my entire desk uh, basically squared in by signed banshee t-shirts and i i was telling her too i was like i can't wait to add this to my collection and she's like oh who's 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 uh also there i was like well the naked gypsy queens varsity the dead beds and now eva under fire and soon i'm hoping next saturday will be lydia's castle yeah, yeah. super stoked and yeah. you know what the the cool thing is one of the reasons why i absolutely love these shirts yes they're signed but it's, you know, we don't know if these bands are going to make it. We hope they do because we love their music. But like, that's why I am buying the shirt because I, I feel that that's like the best way I can possibly support them other than buying their music, too. But, uh, you know, with bands like Eve Under Fire, where their music's not out, uh, buying a T-shirt is <laughs> a great way to support that band. Yeah, it definitely is. Plus, you got, you know, now you've got those are tokens and memories of, of you know, oh, yeah. itch work that we've done here. <laughs> It's it's a token of memory of a great fucking eight months. That is for goddamn sure. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is true. Yes. Yeah. That's so right. I got a I got an individual picture with Eva. And then as we got the shirt, I uh, took Dan and Hannah's picture with Eva. So we we all got pictures. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right. It was, it was great. So now we have to move on to surprise. And I, I will say this. Nothing more is my favorite band. Atreyu stole the fucking show that night. Oh, my they God. They did. They were so fucking good last night. Oh, my God. I haven't shared <laughs> the videos uh, on my social media yet, Aaron, but you'll be you'll be seeing some of those soon. You uh, you shared one, I think, on your personal stuff, not on the itch stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Of, of Brandon Seller. Oh, my God. Uh, he was having a good old time. <laughs> they all were having a great time. I sent a lot of them in the gr the Groove Council because it's easier to share on on Twitter there you that go. way. But uh, the the problem with that is the the videos don't uh, you you can only share like a minute and a half sets at a time. Yeah. So, but uh, I've been sharing a couple of them, and the Groove Council's approving of them. So. <laughs> I yeah. want to note real quick, uh, as we mentioned before, we've had we've had a couple of interviews. Uh, you can check it out on itrocks.com with Eva. About a year ago, we did a Rock Roundup episode that had a Treyu's album Baptize on it. So episode 59, if you want to, you know, go back in the archives. I, I got to ask before you guys dive into the details. Uh, is this a band y'all have seen before or is this yes. the first time? We've okay. seen them at least the at least fourth third. Time. Yeah, at least three times. OK, that we've seen them. I personally think it's the fourth myself. Yeah, I think I think it was Casey's third. Yeah, um, okay. yeah I think me and Hannah saw them at a, at a warp tour way fucking back in the day. OK, yeah. So, I mean, this was for one of the reasons why this was a great set is it, you know, we've always said this before, is it sometimes bands feed off of a crowd, crowds feed off of bands, vice versa. This was definitely one of those sets, but it was also it was more than that because they were just having a bunch of fun on stage. And I, it's comparable to when I saw Killswitch Engage back when they had Howard in the band. They oh, it was like for one, they had so much fun on stage. You had fun with them. And it was almost like a comedy show at the same time you're you're seeing a band play and they're, you know, obviously they're playing great music. But 
uh, that's exactly what this was like last night. Like the, the lead singer and the backup singer and, and really the whole band were just having a great time. Like they just were giving each other trouble up on stage and just like, it was, it was great. Yeah. So at one point I was doing something on my phone and I was taking a lot of videos of most of the songs that were being performed. And Dan taps you on the shoulder. He's like, Hey, look, look straight ahead. <laughs> and lead singer is standing on the tabletop like a couple feet away from us. <laughs> he walked. So the pageant is made up of three different levels. The, the bottom floor, there's the pit level. There's a, like a second level. And then we were kind of on like the third level there. Like Casey said, there's like where the rails are. There's like these kind of mini bars that you can like lean on or put your drinks on and shit. This dude walked the circumference of the whole arena <laughs> on those mini bars things like and it was crazy. They did it twice, technically, because then the yeah. other both both singers did it at two separate times. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I think I've I think I saw Sonny Sandoval of P.O.D. do that one time years ago. Yeah. Where he well, just like made a lap around through the yeah. crowd and back to back up to the stage. It yeah. was funny. So like and then so while Brandon is going through the, the crowd, he's stealing people's drinks and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then like he goes up to the bar. People are buying him shots while he's singing and shit like his. <laughs> And so then like he gets back around and he gets on stage and one of the funniest stories he comes back and he's like man i expected this dude to have like something hard like really hard whiskey he's back there with his leather jacket and shit and i put that in my mouth and i was like whoa malibu what the fuck yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. he's like it was fucking delicious sir i appreciate it yeah. <laughs> it was delicious <laughs> he's like it he's- reminded me when i was 19 <laughs> and, so, and so then he gets and he's like and then and then it was it was better though because then i got it washed down with the jack and coke over there yeah <laughs> it, it was great it, they they just had a lot of fun they were hilarious and man it was it was one of the best shows i've seen in a long time so at one point the bassist name is uh porter mcknight porter mcknight uh, he so he's the unclean vocalist. He was he screaming mostly. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Okay. I mean, he could he could sing sing yes. regular, but he mostly was the screamer. Yes, Atreyu's always been a band that had a a clean vocalist and a yeah, unclean yeah. vocalist, a screamer. Well, I thought basically. That, that Brandon was the drummer and he was the clean vocalist, even as the drummer. He yeah how, he yeah he was how it started yeah. out. Yeah, they right. used to have a different vocalist, but he left before this last album. And, and, and I so, well no, I think it was two albums ago two albums ago yeah yeah because this baptize was like just just recent but i think it's been the best move for this band ever because brandon he he is a true front man like he just mm. gets it like he's he knows how to work a crowd like he at one point he just starts fucking mumbling into the fucking microphone like hey guys let's do this and like everybody's like what the hell are we doing <laughs> so, like why so- are we doing this <laughs> Here's here's what was great. At one point, when when Porter went around the the stage or the the concourse, uh, he gets back up there, and Brandon goes off stage and behind a curtain, and Porter <laughs> starts singing, and then Brandon like peeks behind the curtain and then does a couple of verses and then peeks back disappears again. again. <laughs> it was so funny as hell. <laughs> They were having so much. They were having so much fun, and then to top it all off, at the tail end, he's like, "All right, everyone, repeat after me." Hey, I want to dance with somebody. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and then, so the crowd did a couple uh, verses of Whitney Houston, and so this- it was. It was hilarious. No, and the, no, the best part. So the best part of that, though, the guitar starts playing the actual guitar line, yeah. right? Yeah. And like Brandon starts singing like the lines that he knows, and like it's and you know he, he goes as far as he goes, and like the guitarist keeps going. He's like, he turns around, he's like, you actually know that song, <laughs> and he just like keeps playing it, and he's like, oh my god, I'm learning things about my band I didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> You know what the the worst part about this? The, well, the only downside of this whole thing right now is you guys are making me a little bit upset about some of my life choices because <laughs> not only did I not get to see the show with you guys, but Atreyu actually, despite this tour coming through Chicago last week, Atreyu booked themselves a, a headline slot yeah. to come back up to Chicago tonight as we record this. They're probably ah. performing at this exact <laughs> moment. And then they're going to go back and rejoin the tour because they got a day or two off. Yeah. Uh, so they're just like, you know what? Let's just go back up there real quick and do another show. So I'm missing Atreyu as you guys are talking them up as being super fun. I missed them three <laughs> times in a week span. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, lesson learned. Next time, next time I got to make it happen. Yeah. I recommend seeing them at a small venue. And that, I mean, the, it was well, just crap. a different experience because, <laughs> uh, you know, I've seen them at Point Fest, the big venues, and, and they're great. Don't get me wrong, the, the music is great. They always play the music great, but like they just fed off that small crowd, like just being totally interactive with people. They they're, they were great, like just very uh, personable. Yeah. So for all of you sandwiched in a room and didn't see any of the show, shame on you guys. <laughs> that, was, that was the stupidest thing I've seen in long ass time. And you know, none of them met the fucking band because I didn't see any of the band members go to the merch booth <laughs> you cannot count on like it's a but it's nice when that happens when you can meet people people the merch booth but it's a gamble some bands yeah. are all about it and some bands you just got the merch guy and that's it yeah yeah and and they definitely had the merch guy both nothing more <laughs> and betray you had the merch yeah. guy and that's not a slight to them either like you don't have no. to go to the merch booth no I- and obviously Atreyu, and we'll get to nothing more in a minute here, it sounds like, but obviously Atreyu certainly gave you your money's worth, Oh yeah, uh, you know, on the stage. And so well, I think nowadays, too, you also got to remember that they sell a lot of those VIP passes. And that's kind of the point yeah. of the VIP passes is to meet the band. So usually you're not going to go out to the merch booth and, and mingle with people that didn't pay to meet you. Like, it devalues just, your, yeah, there's no point yeah, in your VIP then. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And I think that's they did, true. I think they did do that. Yes, they yeah. did. I know nothing more because uh, they, yeah, they kept trying to sell me them. I'm like, ah, no. Okay. And I think, <laughs> I think that that's, you know, that's okay. Like it's, it's a little bit of a cash grab, but I'll allow it for the sake of supporting musicians, especially right now for right. both supporting musicians and because it's probably a little bit safer uh, considering we are still very much in the COVID era as we've seen so many acts have to cancel shows, pull out of tours because people get sick it's still happening and so like i understand maybe you don't want to take your sweaty germy self from the stage right over to a you know a (laughs) giant gang of people who just want to you know get all up on you and so i can i could get that that's fine but well and you know i get it too because like if you you know you pay for these concert tickets and you get sick like the day of like you know you're probably gonna second guess whether or not you're gonna just give away money and right, that, right. that was the other interesting thing that we didn't talk about yet. Um, there was a handful of people that we met throughout the night that were like 
so disappointed that asking Alexandria wasn't there, which I, I was kind of shocked by, to be honest. I mean, not that, I mean, I was looking forward to seeing them, especially with the strength of their last album, but there were, they had some hardcore fans that were very upset that they weren't there. I could get so. that. I mean, asking Alexandria and Atreyu, I feel like they came from like kind of the same part of like the music scene mm-hmm. and, you know, hit it pretty darn big, you know, I don't know. 15 years ago or something was probably when they were like at their peak peak yeah. of uh, in terms of like being hyped, like people talking about. Right. Them. Yeah. Um, but they still obviously maintain a pretty big fan base right now. They're not, they're not, you know, has-beens by any means. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that I mean, that makes sense. And they were number two on the bill. If I remember, yes. Right. I, yes, I remember seeing them uh, Yeah, above Atreyu, which, uh, you know, there's that blessing in disguise of presumably Atreyu and Eva got a little bit, a couple more songs in their set. Yeah, they did. I think they they definitely did. And, you know, the other thing I was telling KC is that, like, I would have definitely been looking forward to seeing Asking Alexandria. However, with as good as Atreyu was, I think that would have set up Asking Alexandria to fail in my mind. And just in the sense that I probably would have had such high expectations that they would not have Mm. lived up to my expectations. Yeah, yeah, the bar was pretty because, high at that point. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, Atreyu just comes out, they kill it, and you're out, you're having a great fucking time. And so you expect Asking Alexandria to do that. And if they didn't, you know, I probably would not have been, you know, I probably would have just been like, ah, where the hell is nothing more? This sucks. Like, you know. Yeah. Atreyu made, made good use of their extra 10 to 15 minutes or however long they, they played extra. Yeah. Even if they didn't throw in a song, they just had a, a good time and made some jokes and shit. And, yeah it was a it was a great great time at at one point they they hopped up on the little box thing that they had in front of the drum kit and they just start like shaking their ass in front of the crowd (laughs) it was was weird but (laughs) yeah they're just having a really good time like i said so we're two for two we're really we're really hitting hitting it out of the park here um what do you guys what do you guys gotta tell me about nothing more which I know you guys have seen them before. Yes. We have. Yes. Uh, yeah, we actually saw them like right across the street from where we saw them last night initially. Our first time seeing them was at a place called Delmar Hall, which is literally right across the street from the okay. pageant. And on my and on my hit list for, for venues that I haven't been to yet. We've yeah, actually seen one. them three times. We saw them at Delmar Hall, and then a couple months after that, we saw them at, at Riverport for, it was, I don't think it, was, it wasn't Point Fest, but it was... Uh, no. It was, it was some uh, kind of a concert with a bunch of bands. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> Uproar or something, Uproar Festival or something. Okay. I don't know, but I do remember they were good the second time we saw them live, and um, they didn't play that long of a set, though. No. They were, they it was didn't. like literally like six or eight songs. Yeah, it was short, but it was good. The first time we saw them live was amazing. They headlined their own show at a small tour in Delmar Hall. It's a very small venue. Uh, it, but they killed it the first time. Like this time, was they? It was good. It was definitely good. I don't want to take that away from them. I, I think that I don't know if it was the venue or their sound guy. Uh, there was just some things that I I wish would have been tweaked with the sound in particular. Uh, yeah, um, that would have made for a better concert. Think that was exclusive to them. You didn't yes. you didn't notice those issues with the other bands? Okay. No, no yeah. not at all. And usually no. it's the, usually it's the opposite. Usually the, yeah, right. the opening bands don't sound as good and then the the main band sounds great. I don't well, know if it was their mic setup or or what cuz they have a I lot of think, additional things. 
yeah that's what it is i think it was the backing uh tracks were so fucking loud that like they just over modulated everything to make up for it i don't i don't know to be honest i don't really know what the hell happened but i knew something was up like when the first when the show started it's it was one of the first times i'd been in a concert and my i could feel the fucking hair on my arm bouncing from the bass like, <laughs> yeah that, that has not happened to me since like summer sanitarium 2003 when i was standing in front of two stories fucking worth of stair uh speakers like i just has not i've not felt that in a long time and like it it was it was like one of those bass that you're just like holy crap like my, the hair like i could feel it through my fucking body yeah well <laughs> and i kind of felt bad for for hannah because we were kind of hyping hyping them up like a lot <laughs> and uh because we're like they do four-way drumming and then they they set it up and they didn't really use it much nope they used it on like the beginning of the show and the end of the show and that was it yeah and not even for like very long stretch of time like for a solo or or anything it was kind of weird but uh really it was a really weird set list to be honest like and I, i was saying too this is a band that when covid was going on they didn't really do shit so i i think for one, I think they're a little out of practice. I mean, granted, yes, they've been on tour for the last two months. I get that. But I mean, when you're playing a set list and then you have to kind of change your set list halfway through, it's going to kind of throw you off. I think, you know, the, the stuff yeah. that you have planned, like the segues, those kind of get changed. And I think it just throws off your whole tempo. And I, that is personally what I thought happened, but I could yeah. be wrong. I don't know. Something, something was slightly off and then they did, they didn't do their, their, th- three guys playing one bass thing, which I was looking forward to, but they didn't, they didn't do that at all. I was all. looking forward to hearing about that. I think I'm just going to have to like YouTube it or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, their set was awesome though. They had like these little lights that lined the whole stage. There was like a tall one and then a short one and then like fenced the whole stage. And it was, it was amazing. Like the light show was incredible. Yeah. Nice. And then they would change, they would change colors at certain points. And at one uh, two or three spots that look like the matrix basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so like the, the main deal with the sound, even Hannah said that like, you know, I guess she got upset because we hyped it up, like you said, but she said that she couldn't hear Johnny. Like you, you really couldn't because everything was so fucking loud for one. Like it was like, my ears are still ringing and obviously <laughs> I'm, I'm deaf. I'm hoarse because I was screaming, you know, me, I'm trying to be as loud as they are, you know, while I'm singing. Uh, and so, yeah, it was it was just it was a very very loud concert. But the thing the thing that didn't change was Johnny's stage presence <laughs> because okay. so he comes out in his little hooded sweatshirt thing or whatever it was and only had it on for like two three songs and then yes. it immediately came off. <laughs> And then like, he's no, he came out barefoot. You gotta see he well, was barefoot. I, I was, I've I'm never get, seen that. I'm getting to I'm getting to that. He he's been I don't know if he was barefoot in the the Riverport show, but he probably oh. was. But um but he was he was barefoot again. And he when when he's singing Don't Stop, yeah, he doesn't stop like the entire show, more or less. <laughs> so so he's spinning around and they have all these risers and stuff that he jumps on including his giant drum thing that yeah that he plays and i don't know how I, i'm wondering how many times he breaks his toe on these tours <laughs> oh, because gosh. he's just spinning around barefoot and like almost running into the risers like totally stubbing his toes he's gotta stub it once in a while <laughs> yeah, i'm sure he, you'd know if it happened 
Yes. Especially yeah. if the guy's got a mic. Then. Well, it, one of the <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it was "Don't Stop." Uh, it if it wasn't "Don't Stop," it was one other song that was similar. But he he spun around like a tornado at the end of the song, and then like fell over. <laughs> As one does. Yeah, yeah, he goes hard. Like he is, he definitely has great stage presence. The whole band does. Yeah, yeah. The other thing about Johnny that I think is hilarious is he has he has like an industrial. Uh, floor fan that like aims yeah. up that he can like get some air in his face because he's he's shirtless for one he's ripped for two and then he's just sweating profusely and he he has curly hair like i do so by the end of the show it's all wet and stringy and <laughs> <laughs> well i don't i don't know if you noticed too he's got like a water bar on the side stage he like, does he's I swear to God, there was like a six pack of fucking water there. He had he had water specifically for his hair, water to drink. Like he's just oh, you he water bar. I hope I was hoping you would mean like like half like a dozen like different brands different of bottled water. Of drink. Probably, probably I don't know. I couldn't see did. it. Yeah, he probably poured Aquafina on his head and, and drank yeah, uh, Perrier. He drank you know, he drank the Perrier. Got, got my liquid death. It's all good. <laughs> Put that Dasani. I just. You know, piss water, throw it at the crowd. <laughs> but yes, got he a, did have. He's got a Lacroix he, that he just that he just destroys because those are disgusting. So. <laughs> yeah, but man, they they played their new songs and they killed those as well. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, I I yeah. still enjoyed myself even with it being kind of different with the sound and and whatnot. Yeah. But, they they were awesome. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I you know knowing the songs, I was able to keep up and kind of go along with it. There, you know, they even threw me a fur loop once or twice too because I was just like, I'm not familiar with this, like, but everybody else knew it, so I was like, obviously, it's, I mean, I know it's a song of theirs, but I'm, I don't know. I guess maybe I should have listened to all their shit before I went there. I don't know. Like I was just <laughs> like, wait, I know this song, but I I I don't. Like, well, <laughs> and then at one point, and I I didn't record this particular song, but they Johnny sat down and he had this little like bullhorn thing and it it it, it was like an alien sounding voice coming out uh, and then he sang like half of the song that way and Dan and I were like this is this is strange <laughs> but it sounded okay. cool but it, it just was different yeah, but yeah so there was it was a fantastic show I wish that uh I wish they would have played a little bit longer, to be honest. I, I, I could I have agree. done with maybe like two or three more songs. Well, and, and not even that, not even that. But if they would have done just a solo, you know, drumming breakdown and then the the bass uh, guitar thing, I think would have been awesome. But that's. Yeah, I agree. Because I was uh, that was the other thing I was I was taking so much video. My my uh, phone battery started kind of getting dangerously low like I, I wouldn't have run out of battery but it was like okay if if they go play longer i need to like save <laughs> some some stuff if they do something and then they didn't they didn't do the the solos or the the bass or anything so it was unfortunate but it's all right okay so i just found out the thing that that he uh 
plays that he didn't quite use that much is called the scorpion tail. It's something that they made it made themselves an animated structure created out of scrap metal and salvaged auto parts weighing 400 pounds and measuring 14 feet tall. What? He rides it. <laughs> yes. And he also uses it to create digital electronic effects for songs as well. Yes. That is awesome. It's fucking amazing. And that's why <laughs> we wish we would have seen more of it. But, yeah. you know, he only did like two solos, basically. Actually, just the one. Uh, I guess there was a little bit at the end, but not not much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad that you guys had a good time at this show. Uh, a little bummed again that I've <laughs> missed not only it, but Atreyu three times. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, Atreyu doesn't have a whole lot on the schedule for the rest of the year so far. The only thing I'm seeing them booked for is when we were young, which is that gigantic. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like festival in Vegas in October. So maybe we need to book them for an interview. Maybe. <laughs> we have to give that a shot. And Eva seems to still be working on what's next for them as well. But when this episode initially comes out, you'll have a few days left. If you're out Southwest West, you might be able to catch them in California, Arizona, Texas. Uh, but the tour is wrapping up. Nothing more, however, has a pretty booked. They have they're actually doing three different festivals in three different days. Wow. Back to back to back. That's that's pretty wow. intense. That is, yeah, Friday, Saturday, yeah, Sunday, mid-July. They're doing a Rock Fest in Wisconsin. They're doing Upheaval in Grand Rapids. And they're doing Incarceration wow. in Ohio. And then they take a little break. September, Rocklahoma in prior Oklahoma. Louder Than Life, Aftershock. And then Shiprock next year. They're doing like all the festivals. They are on Shiprock? Oh, yeah, they are on Shiprock. They are on <laughs> Shiprock. That's right. So I can't wait. Thought and I'd drop that there. announce the uh, second headliner here next week. There we go. Yep. It shall yep. be on it. Follow us on the socials if you want to see us talk about that kind of stuff, because we can't get to everything in the podcasts, especially if it's like timely. But we tweet a lot. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. So I think there's uh, nothing more to say about this, guys. Ah, ah. There it was. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. I hope you get a chance to get out and see these bands live. They were fucking incredible. And honestly, just get out and see bands live. Support local music, support music. Uh, that is one thing I was saying all throughout the day is that it, it just I cannot express how much I truly missed concerts and seeing live music. And, and this concert was just like a reaffirmation of that. Mm. Yeah. So. Let us know the great concerts you've seen recently, or like I said, get a chance, get out, see these bands. If you have seen them, let us know what you think. But thank you very much for listening to The Itch. My name is Dan. I'm KC. And I'm Aaron. And until next time, go lose your voice at a concert. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about The Itch. Check out the show notes for links about the episode, as well as our new music playlist and where you can hear us every Sunday night. And you can interact with us at itchrocks.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S. <laughs> Talking about necks, broken necks. He yeah. needs a, one of them, like, neck pillows that you... No, like a, a brace. fucking neck, a neck brace. Uh, yeah, start uh, a neck brace at the concert so that I don't fucking use my neck to headbang. I use my whole body. <laughs> <laughs> get one of those track, tracks and machines when you get home.
Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's my goal. Like just get it to where I get in the habit of not moving my neck when I headbang. I just use my whole upper my whole upper my, half. Like my whole head. <laughs> it's like an ab crunch instead. I just, you know? like, I just <laughs> lean into it. I'm bowing down. I'm bowing down. <laughs> the whole workout at this concert. <laughs> just just did a core workout for 45 minutes during this show. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, of course, you throw in some jumping around and shit. Yeah, it is. I got abs from going to concerts. <laughs> Wearing a neck brace and rocking out. <laughs>